Hey there, what's up, Warrior? It is Jeff from WarriorLife.com, and welcome to podcast episode number 374. So this week, why would you ever think that knife throwing is a good defensive skill to learn and use? Well, I actually have 10 very good reasons, and I'm also going to give you a free bonus that's going to show you just how easy it is to throw any knife accurately and with power at 10, 20, or even 30 feet or more away. Let's talk tactics. Tactical firearms training. Urban survival. Close quarters combat. Welcome to the show that helps you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is the Warrior Life Podcast. Hey there, welcome back everybody. This is Jeff Anderson, Executive Director of WarriorLife.com. All right, I know what you're thinking. I can, I can hear the cranial juices flowing out there. Hey Jeff, I can agree that learning to throw a knife can be a fun hobby or a sport. But in a real attack, why in the world would you ever think that throwing a perfectly good knife at your attacker is a good idea when you may have to use that knife to defend yourself? Okay, all right. I I see where this is going here. All right. Yes, knife throwing is pretty damn fun, got to say. I'm pretty sure everybody out there listening right now has swiped your mom's steak knives as a kid and tried to kill a few trees in your backyard before. I can't possibly be the only one out there. But when you think about it, a thrown knife for self-defense, just like like um, like a steel slingshot pellet ball or an arrow, or frankly, even a bullet, they're basically all just projectile weapons. Now, I'm not going to tell you that a thrown knife is as powerful of a man stopper as a bullet, but it can be. I mean, there's really no contest when you think about it between a bullet that never hits its target versus a knife that's thrown and sticking out of some thug's neck, right? One's better than the other. I'll take the knife sticking out of a thug's neck any day. But I get it. I'd, I'd rather have a gun too. And of course, like many of you, I do carry a concealed handgun for personal defense. That's my primary defensive weapon there outside of like my brain and my hands and, you know, my toothpicks, stuff like that. But This doesn't mean that there isn't a role for knife throwing in your defensive weapon skills. In fact, let me give you 10 quick reasons why I think you really should give this a serious look as a skill that you should learn. And as a special bonus, I'm also going to give you a free video course that's going to show you exactly how to do it using the only knife throwing method that really works for combat and defensive purposes. And it's super easy to learn on your own, in your backyard, your garage, or wherever. So I'll tell you more about this method and how to access the course for free here in just a minute. But first... Let's go ahead and get on with our 10 reasons why combat knife throwing really is a thing. So reason number one is throwing is a skill. So in self-defense, we talk about using your environment to your advantage by looking for objects that you can pick up and throw at an attacker to get them to stop their attack. Now, it could be anything. Again, this is something we talk about, but who has actually practiced throwing a beer bottle at a person or a training dummy? So just like throwing a baseball... Being accurate with whatever it is that you're throwing requires practice. So learning how to throw a knife will help you develop accuracy when throwing anything in a defensive situation, whether it's a a coffee cup or a rock, your keys, a beer bottle, and of course, your pocket knife or the the cutlery sitting in the kitchen kitchen counter. If somebody's coming through your back door, you can throw down the beanie weenies that you're cooking on the stove and like pick up that pioneer woman like butcher knife and you can send it, heave it down range. So uh, basically anything. And it's got to be a practice skill though. All right. Reason number two 
Nithron can teach you how to throw multiple objects accurately in rapid succession. So this is why it's best to have four or more throwing knives that you can practice with because not only will you learn faster by having more knives, but you can really get used to how your body moves in order to throw one knife after another. And it doesn't just have to be a knife. It can be any other object. And the more you, you know, in, in an attack, just like with a handgun, the more projectiles that you're heaving down range at your attacker, the better chance you have of stopping the attack. So I'm, I'm getting this vision again of being in the kitchen, you know, an arm's reach of my Pioneer Woman 14-piece cutlery block set and using that Home Invader as a human pincushion. Nice little vision there, huh? Uh, but that's what it is. I mean, you can you can heave several things at them, and knives are going to be the better thing. It's going to be the better weapon to throw at somebody. All right, reason number three, um, let me go ahead and address the effectiveness of a thrown knife because a thrown knife actually has a lot more force and power than stabbing somebody with a knife. Now, this is something that you can test out yourself. So when you thrust a knife out to stab it into a target, even if, you know, it can even just be a tree, the knife is really only traveling in that short distance, about 20 to 30 miles per hour. So a thrown knife, just like a baseball, is going to travel at a much higher speed and sink quite a bit deeper into the target, even if it's something as strong as a piece of wood. So in human tissue, it's even easier. Again, this is something you can test out yourself just by taking a knife and trying to stab a tree or a piece of wood as hard as you possibly can. And then throw the knife even at a much slower speed, and you're going to see it go deeper into the target. So the power and effectiveness of a thrown knife is much, much higher than it is if it is a knife that you're using to stab somebody with. All right, reason number four, the one big reason that throwing has been a skill used in martial arts is to learn how to read and take advantage of timing and distance. So throwing does require you to get a projectile and a target to meet at exactly the right time and distance, especially if it's a knife where you need the pointy end to stick straight into that target and your attacker may be moving at the same time. So practicing this skill is gonna help you better understand how to strike a target at varying distances, even if it's your hands or your feet, and getting the timing down to close the distance if that's your best option as well. Reason number five is that it can buy you time to think about your next move. Now, most attacks we know happen really kind of more as a surprise, either as an escalated argument or as an ambush. And when you think about it, even just pretending to have something in your hands that you're about to throw at somebody can be enough to get them to instinctively stop what they're doing. Like, I'm sure you've done this as a kid, right? Like you go to pretend you're going to throw at somebody and they just naturally flinch at it. That's, that's our instinct. That's our protective instinct. Now, make that thrown object a knife that they just felt stick into them and they may even give up their fight to avoid getting hit with something else. That can give you those critical few seconds that you need to look for an exit or like call for help, um, pull out a, like a, a personal alarm, like one of those siren alarms or even just get the hell out of there. But it's gonna give you that time to be able to better react to the situation and take your next best action. All right, reason number six, so let's talk about actual knife fighting, all right? So where maybe the only weapon that you have to defend yourself is a knife and you're defending against somebody else who's armed with a knife. So one big reason why people don't think that throwing a knife is a good option for self-defense is because you may need to use that knife to defend yourself against an armed attacker with a knife. Well, this can be true, but a close combat knife fight is not a one-stab stopper. It's not... It's not like where you stab somebody like in the movies and all of a sudden they go down and they just, they hit the floor dead. 
So if you have a, deter a determined attacker, it's going to be a flurry of stabs and cuts. And that is not something that I want to be a part of. It's going to be messy. It's going to be bloody. You, even if you win the fight, you could get you could get cut. Now, in the last week's episode, I told you don't expect to get cut. You don't want to expect to get cut. You don't want to think defensively. But I don't want to get into a close combat knife fight. All right? I would much rather, for me, throw a knife at my attacker at the right range, partially because I know how to accurately throw a knife. And I know it has more power than a stab. So I can use that as a first strike to either get away or follow up with a more powerful attack while he's dealing with that knife that's sticking out of his cheek. All right, uh, number seven here. Let me talk to all you gun owners out there who are shaking your heads right about now and thinking, what the hell is he talking about? All right, if you do carry a concealed handgun and you can get to it, then it's obviously your best choice in a deadly encounter. But there may be a situation where your knife is the best option. Um, I'm thinking of like, as an example, like if you have a companion, you're walking with your spouse, whoever, and you're holding hands, because I'm kind of schmoopy like that. I hold, I hold my schmoops's hand, but it's always my left hand because I'm right-handed and I might need that to fend somebody off. But one of the reasons why that is, is because if they're holding your hand and somebody jumps out and they scare you and they ambush you, then it's natural instinct, especially for somebody that you're protecting, to kind of grasp onto your hand. It could be a child. It could be your, your kid, your grandkid. And they can clamp down there. or You might need that other hand to be able to get them out of the way or something. So when that happens, you now you're in a difficult one-handed draw of your gun situation. But you may be able to grab your combat folder in your pocket and throw it at your attacker to gain you the time and space that you need to be able to get to your primary weapon whether it's just with one hand or whatever. Like you might have a situation where your knife is your best option. And if you can throw it, that can buy you valuable time to be able to get to your other weapon. All right, reason number eight here, even if you are armed with a handgun, we all know, look, it, it can malfunction. It can run out of bullets. The magazine could accidentally drop out of it when you draw it. Basically, you're just holding a paperweight in your hands at that point. So this is why a lot of us carry a knife with us as a backup weapon. In which case, again, distance is my friend. And if I know I can throw my knife accurately and really cause damage with it, then I can take advantage of it and either follow up my attack, leave, get my firearm back in operation or whatever the next best course of action is. All right. Okay. Reason number nine is actually for weapon disarmament. So we know that it's hard to disarm an armed attacker, whether it's a, a knife or a gun or some other weapon, if they have a stable foundation. So another diversionary response that you can use to your advantage is to throw a knife or even another object at your attacker and then close that distance and then disarm them from their weapon. Now, this is, of course, if you don't have any other options. So if they've got a knife and you can run away, run away. But if you have no other option but to try and take this weapon out of their hand, if they've got a knife sticking out of their forehead, then it's going to be much easier to go ahead and disarm them because they're not going to be thinking about the weapon that they have and their brain can't think offense and defense at the same time. It can't commit to one thing or the other. So if they've got a knife sticking out of them, then you are going to much more easily be able to disarm them from their other weapon. Okay. And then finally, reason number 10 here is it, it might just freaking work. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you know how to throw a knife accurately and how to hit your target, you can do some serious damage. 
And we've already gone over now that a thrown knife is more powerful than trying to stab with it. So if you can take advantage of the distance between you and your attacker as he's charging you and throw your knife and hit him in a vital spot, like in, like in the head or the neck or, or even if it's center mass, that really can put somebody down. Either as like a psychological stop because they look down and they see this pig sticker sticking out of their sternum or they can literally go down because it's sticking out of their face and they now find themselves on the ground bleeding profusely. But the biggest problem with throwing a knife for self-defense is in how the knife is thrown. So the way that most people are trying to throw a knife is like they see in the circus or like if you see in online videos where you're holding the knife either by the handle or by the blade and you try to get it to rotate either like a half spin or a full spin or even more spins to get to be able to stick the pointy part in at just the right distance on the target. So I don't have to tell you that this is not going to be a realistic way to throw a knife in a real attack because it's not like you're throwing at a stationary hunk of wood or a section of a tree. So just like we say in a gunfight, your attacker is most likely going to be moving probably right at you and trying to time the spin of a knife at just the right moment and it hits at just the right distance that's going to be pretty much an impossibility if you're trying to spin the thing. So there's really only one way to make sure that you can stick a knife accurately every time, no matter what the distance is, and not have to think about timing and distance and how to hold the knife and how many spins it has to go through in the midair or any stuff like that. So Ralph Thorne is one of the instructors in our Warrior Life Network, and he's the one who really developed a no-spin knife-throwing method here in the West. And essentially, the name says it all. You throw the knife from the handle in a certain way that the knife actually flies straight toward your target or to your attacker. So even if they're charging you, the knife is going to hit point first because the point is flying in a straight line right at your attacker. And since you don't have to think about how many spins or how hard to throw it, you can just throw it hard and put a lot more force behind it, which is going to cause even more damage when it does stick. Now, Ralph's combat knife throwing system, which is a no spin knife throwing system, um, was one of the top selling DVDs for Paladin Press back when they were in business. But since they went out of business, Ralph and I have teamed up and we've re-released his popular no spin combat knife throwing system online. Now this really is the only knife throwing method that can really work in a real attack. And the best part is it is way easier to master than any of the spin methods that are out there that people are trying to use or people are trying to teach. So if you've ever tried to learn knife throwing in the past and aren't so hot at it, this is going to make you a believer again. And right now what we've done is we put together a fast video, video course for you that will show you step by step how easy it is to use this method. And you can actually get it for free this week on a special website that we're putting up for you over at www.nospinknifethrowing.com. So this course is going to show you everything you need to know. And I promise you that once you learn Ralph's no spin method, it actually works with any knife, any sharp object at all that you want to throw. So whether that's a traditional throwing knife or it's your pocket combat folder that you carry as a backup weapon, frankly, even screwdrivers and scissors are weapons that you can throw. And he actually uses that in the combat knife throwing system. So if you're on our email newsletter list, then what you want to do is you want to make sure you keep an eye out for a notification that you're going to be getting this week when the course is live. And you want to go ahead and go inside of there and click on the link. That's going to take you right over to the course so that you can get it. And I promise you, you're going to see it for yourself how simple it is, how effective it is to throw a knife with this system. Now, if you're not on our email list, you can go over to warriorlife.com. And I would suggest getting on our, our email list there. You can, down at the bottom of the page, there's an opt-in form there for our newsletter. 
or you can head on over to nospinknifethrowing.com and you should see an early bird sign-up list there so that you can get noticed when we're live also. All right. Now, what I want you to do is after you take that course this week, I want to hear how much fun you're having with it. So after you watch the videos, go ahead and go on over to our blog at warriorlife.com where you see this episode and leave us a comment about your progress. I really want to know how you're doing there, okay? And be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to our show. While you're there subscribing, please go ahead and leave us a five-star review so that you can help others learn about our channel as well. Like Iron Wolf 3000 who left us five stars and said, best podcast. I hardly listen to any other survival podcast. Well, thank you, Iron Wolf. And look, folks, don't forget to check us out over on the YouTubes and subscribe while you're there and hit that bell so you don't miss a single episode there. And until our next Warrior Life podcast, this is Jeff Anderson saying prepare, train, and survive. You've been listening to the Warrior Life Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can help us spread the mission of self-reliance and self-protection when you rate us. And leave us a comment wherever you enjoy these podcasts. And don't forget to check out our posts and videos on our social media channels. You'll see a full directory when you visit our website at www.warriorlife.com. We'll see you next time. This has been the Warrior Life Podcast. Prepare. Train. Survive.